Welcome to Zichud Av Siman, member by Avram Goldhari, and there Mazachas Nadarim, Tav Chavav, the third parak Arba Nadarim. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the Mishnah Daf Chafei Amabes brought a machlokas between Beisham Beisel regarding someone who made a neder against a group of people and discovered his father among them and regretted the neder against his father. They disagree whether we say neder shehuter miksasu huter kulo. A neder which is nullified in part is nullified entirely. After bringing Rava's explanation about Chokas, the Gemara on this stop presents Rava's, who said that everyone agrees that if the vower had said, had I known that my father is among you, I would have changed my nether and said, Pony and Pony are forbidden and my father is permitted, that all of them are permitted. Since he changed the formulation of the nether, the entire nether is nullified. They argue in a case where he said, had I known that my father is among you, I would have said, all of you are forbidden except my father. In this case, the netter remains the same as the original, and the vower is stating that he never intended that his father be included in the netter. Beishamai hold like Rabbi Meir, who says elsewhere, Tafuz Rashiv Rishon, grasp the first phrase, meaning give primacy to the first phrase used. Therefore, the final netter is identical to the original one, and since the father was never to be included, the netter is not considered partially void. Basil will hold like Rabbi Yossi, who says, A person is also held by the end of his words. Therefore, the final netter, which adds the exception of his father, is different than his original netter, and it's thus a partially voided netter, which is completely void. Point number two, Rabbi challenged Rava from the following Mishnah. In one case, the Rabbi Kiva say, That a netter nullified in part is nullified entirely. If he said, that will not benefit from all of you. Then if one is permitted, all of them are. But if he said, that I will not benefit from him and him, if the first became permitted, they are all permitted. But if the last became permitted, he is permitted and the rest are forbidden. The Gemara asks how Rava can explain why the Rabban disagree with Rabbi Kiva in the second case, since Rava holds that when one changes his netter to be directed towards individuals, all agree the netter is completely void. Rava ultimately interprets the case as speaking of a case in which he made each dependent on the next. The Rosh explains that each was an independently made netter, so there's no discussion of partial nullification. Rather, each netter was successfully made dependent on the one before it, where he said, this one shall be forbidden like this one, and this one like this one, and so on. Therefore, when the first is nullified, they were all permitted, but when the last is nullified, the rest remain forbidden. And point number three, the Gemara challenges Rava from a Bryce which states, if one said, Konum batzel she'eni tom shall batzel rolle leiv, konum onions for my tasting because onions are bad for the heart. Amru lo, baho a kufri yafel leiv, they said to him, isn't the kufri onion good for the heart? Rabbi Meir taught in this Bryce that since the kufri onion is permitted, all varieties are. Now the Gemara presumes the cases where he subsequently said that had he known the truth, he would have said, all onions shall be forbidden, but the kufri is permitted. Rava taught that such a case was a Malchogas in which Beishamai held like Rabbi Meir to forbid the remainder of the netter. Yet here, Rabbi Meir permits the other varieties. Rava answers that the cases where he named specific varieties to prohibit and permitted the Kufri onion. Since he changed the formulation of the netter, it's to be entirely nullified according to all opinions. So once again, the three points are number one, the Mishnah and Daf Chafei Amabes brought between Beishamai and Beisel regarding someone who made a neder against a group of people and discovered his father among them and regretted the neder against his father. They disagree whether we say neder shehuter miksasu huter kulo. A neder which is nullified in part is nullified entirely.
After bringing Rava's explanation about Chokas, the Gemara on this stop presents Rava's, who said that everyone agrees that if the Vaura had said, had I known that my father is among you, I would have changed my nether and said, Plony and Plony are forbidden and my father is permitted, that all of them are permitted. Since he changed the formulation of the nether, the entire nether is nullified. They argue in a case where he said, had I known that my father is among you, I would have said, all of you are forbidden except my father. In this case, the netter remains the same as the original, and the vower is stating that he never intended that his father be included in the netter. Beishamai hold like Rabbi Meir, who says elsewhere, Tafuz Rashiv Rishon, grasp the first phrase, meaning give primacy to the first phrase used. Therefore, the final netter is identical to the original one, and since the father was never to be included, the netter is not considered partially void. Basil hold like Rabbi Yossi, who says, A person is also held by the end of his words. Therefore, the final nether, which adds the exception of his father, is different than his original nether, and it's thus a partially voided nether, which is completely void. Point number two, Rabbi challenged Rava from the following Mishnah. In one case, the Rabbi Kiva say, that a nether nullified in part is nullified entirely. If he said, that will not benefit from all of you, then if one is permitted, all of them are. But if he said, that I will not benefit from him and him, if the first became permitted, they are all permitted. But if the last became permitted, he is permitted and the rest are forbidden. The Gemara asks how Rava can explain why the Rabban disagree with Rabbi Kiva in the second case, since Rava holds that when one changes his netter to be directed towards individuals, all agree the netter is completely void. Rava ultimately interprets the case as speaking of Kagon Shetlan Zebezeh, a case in which he made each dependent on the next. The Rosh explains that each was an independently made netter, so there's no discussion of partial nullification. Rather, each netter was successfully made dependent on the one before it, where he said, this one shall be forbidden like this one, and this one like this one, and so on. Therefore, when the first is nullified, they were all permitted, but when the last is nullified, the rest remain forbidden. And point number three, the Gemara challenges Rava from a Bryce which states, if one said, Konum batzel she'eni tom shall batzel rala leiv, konum onions from my tasting because onions are bad for the heart. Amru lo, baho a kufri yafal leiv, they said to him, isn't the kufri onion good for the heart? Rabbi Meir taught in this Bryce that since the kufri onion is permitted, all varieties are. Now the Gemara presumes the cases where he subsequently said that had he known the truth, he would have said, all onions shall be forbidden, but the kufri is permitted. Rava taught that such a case was a Malchogas in which Beishamah held like Rabbi Meir to forbid the remainder of the netter. Yet here, Rabbi Meir permits the other varieties. Rava answers that the cases where he named specific varieties to prohibit and permitted the Kufri onion. Since he changed the formulation of the netter, it's to be entirely nullified according to all opinions. All right, so now we go to our Simadav Chavav, and our standard simon is a military coup. A military coup. So here goes. The leader of the military coup who made a netter forbidding his captives of extra helpings of dinner before realizing his father was taken as part of the group changed his formulation and said, this one shall be forbidden and this one shall be forbidden like this one and then proceeded to give them kufri onions which are good for the heart. So once again, slow motion. The leader of the military coup, military coup, that must be learned off Chavav. The leader of the military coup who made a netter forbidding his captives of extra helpings of dinner before realizing his father was taken as part of the group, which reminds us, Rabbi says, Beishamah and Beishamah argue in a case where one said, had I known my father's among you, I would have said, 
all of you are forbidden except my father. In this case, the netter remains the same as the original, and the vower is stating that he never intended that his father be included in the netter. Beishamay hold like Rabbi Meir, who says elsewhere, Tafuz Lashem Rishon, grasp the first phrase, meaning give primacy to the first phrase used. Beishil hold like Rabbi Yossi and say, A person is always held by the end of his words. Therefore, the final netter, which adds the exception of his father, is different than his original netter, and is thus a partially voided netter, which is completely void. So, the leader of the military coup who made a netter forbidding his captives of extra helpings of dinner before realizing his father was taken as part of the group, changed his formulation and said, this one shall be forbidden, and this one shall be forbidden like this one, which reminds us where Papa challenged Rubba from the following mission, which said, if one says, that I will not benefit from him and him, if the first became permitted, they are all permitted, but if the last became permitted, he is permitted and the rest are forbidden. Rabbi interprets the case as speaking of Kagon Shetran Zebazet, a case in which he made each dependent on the next, where he said, this one shall be forbidden like this one, and this one like this one. Therefore, when the first is nullified, they are all permitted, but when the last is nullified, the rest remain forbidden. So, the leader of the military coup who made a netter forbidding his captives of extra helpings of dinner before realizing his father was taken as part of the group changed his formulation and said, this one shall be forbidden, and this one shall be forbidden like this one, and then proceeded to give them kufri onions, which are good for the heart, which reminds us. The more challenges rubber from a price which states, if one said, konum onions for my tasting, because onions are bad for the heart, and they said to him, Bahaloha kufri yafalalev, isn't the kufri onion good for the heart? Remember taught in this brisa that since the kufri onion is permitted, all varieties are. The Gemara presumes the cases where he subsequently said that had he known the truth, he would have said, all onions shall be forbidden, but the kufri is permitted. Rabbi taught that such a case was the Malchogas, in which Beishamay held like Rabbi Mir to forbid the remainder of the netter. Yet here, Rabbi Mir permits other varieties. Rabbi answers the cases where he named specific varieties to prohibit and permitted the kufri onions. Since he changed the formulation of the netter, it's to be entirely nullified according to all opinions. So once again, the leader of the military coup who made a netter forbidding his captives of extra helpings of dinner before realizing his father was taken as part of the group, changed his formulation and said, this one shall be forbidden, and this one shall be forbidden like this one, and then proceed to give them kufri onions, which are good for the heart. All right, so now we go to our four balabat chazara. Daf chav beis. So the simmer daf chav beis is a cab. So here goes. The cab driver, cab driver, that must be my daf chav beis. The cab driver got stuck in traffic caused by judges who were reviewing a ledger and examining the actions of a man who made a vow, which reminds us, Rabbi Yana the Elder asked his grandson who made a nether, if you would have known that in Shemaim they open your ledger and examine your actions when you vowed, would you have vowed? The Ron explains that a prisoner who makes a nether gives the impression that he holds himself to be a great person who will not stumble and violate his nether. Therefore, in Shemaim, they scrutinize his deeds to see if his opinion of himself reflects the truth. We don't follow this practice because when one is told the severity of his misdeed, he may profess regret even if he actually does not regret his nether. So the cab driver got stuck in traffic caused by judges who were reviewing a ledger and examining the actions of a man who made a vow, got so angry that all types of Gehenim dominated him. Which reminds us when about all the ill effects of cuts of anger, such as all types of Gehenim rule over him, he gets hemorrhoids and he forgets his learning. So the cab driver got stuck in traffic caused by judges who were reviewing a ledger and examining the actions of a man who made a vow, got so angry that all types of Gehenim dominated him. And he called his wife and erroneously made a shvua that she may not benefit from him because he thought she stole his GPS, which reminds Rabbi Asi said, We do not address one who swears by the God of Israel to annul his vow, except for one who said, Call my wife's benefit from me because she stole my purse or because she hit my child, and it became known that she did not steal it or hit him. 
Daf Chaf Gimel. So the similar Daf Chaf Gimel is Kugelach. So here goes. The Kugelach champ. Kugelach, that must be more Daf Chaf Gimel. The Kugelach champ, who found a Pesach to his netter, forbidding his holding the Kugelach pieces, when he saw how frustrated the rabbis were in trying to find him a Pesach, which reminds us, when Rabbi Shimon Bar Rebbe saw how pain the rabbis were going back and forth between the sun and the shade, trying to find a valid opening for his netter, he conceived that he would not have made the netter had he known it would cause him this frustration, and that itself became his Pesach. So the Kugelach champ, who found a Pesach to his netter, forbidding his holding the Kugelach pieces, when he saw how frustrated the rabbis were in trying to find him a Pesach, was surprised to see his mother make the pilgrimage to the championship game, given his father's netter forbidding her to come, which reminds us, the Gemara quotes a Bryce which states that there was a story with a man who made a netter forbidding his wife from going on a pilgrimage, and she transgressed his will and went on the pilgrimage, and when Rabbi asked him if he would have made the netter if he would have known, she would disobey him, and he responded, no, Rabbi Yossi annulled the netter. So the Kugelach champ, who found a Pesach to his netter, forbidding his holding the Kugelach pieces, when he saw how frustrated the rabbis were in trying to find him a Pesach, was surprised to see his mother make the pilgrimage to the championship game, given his father's netter forbidding her to come, and decided next was Shoshani, he'll declare all the dharm he makes, should be null, which reminds us. The Gemara says that the next mission is missing text and should read, The one who wants all his Nadarim to be ineffective the whole year, should stand on Rosh Hashanah and say, Every Nadar I will make should be null. So the similar Dav Chav is a pitcher. So here goes. The man with a pitcher, pitcher, that must be one Dav Chav Kad. The man with the picture printed with the words, I'm not a dog, who had told his friend, Konami will not benefit from you unless you come and take these pictures of wine for your son. Which reminds us, the Gomorrah quotes a mission which states, if a person said, Konum, then I will not benefit from you. If you do not take for your son a core of wheat or two barrels of wine, then the netter is invalid. Because his friend can say, did you not say this merely for my honor? This itself is my honor to decline your offer. The Gemara explains that in this case, all would agree that the netter was made in seriousness, because the vower would say, I'm not a dog that should benefit from you, and you do not benefit from me. So the man with the picture printed with the words, I'm not a dog, who had told his friend, Konami will not benefit from you unless you come and take these pictures of wine for your son, was surprised to hear his friend claim he was delayed traveling through a treacherous jungle. Which reminds us, the mission states, what is the case of Nidri Unasim? Forced Nadarim, if one made a netter against his friend that he should eat with him, and he or his son became ill, or he was delayed by a river, then the netter is invalid since the condition was not fulfilled because of circumstances beyond his control. So the man with a picture printed with the words, I'm not a dog, who had told his friend, Konam, I will not benefit from you unless you come and take these pictures of wine for your son, was surprised to hear his friend claim he was delayed traveling through a treacherous jungle, who then said, Konam, if I was not stuck behind a snake like the beam of an all-press, which reminds us, the next mission of states, Nidri Havai, what are cases of the Dharm of exaggeration? If he says, if I did not see on this road like the multitudes leaving Mitzrayim, or if I did not see a snake like the beam of an all-press. The run notes that these are two distinct cases. In the first, he's exaggerating the truth. They saw many people. In the second, his statement is patently false. Daf Chafhei. So the similar Daf Chafhei is a silver wedding anniversary. So here goes. When the deceitful borrower gave his shocked wife his hollow cane filled with coins as a gift for their 25th anniversary, 25th anniversary? That must be on Daf Chafhei. When the deceitful borrower gave his shocked wife his hollow cane filled with coins as a gift for their 25th anniversary, which reminds us of Bryce that when a person swears in basin, he's told, know that you're not swearing according to some condition in your mind, rather according to our 
and the court's understanding. This was meant to preclude trickery, like the incident of the cane of Rava. A borrower who needed to swear to have paid filled a hollow cane with coins and handed to the unsuspecting lender at the time of his Shavua, and was thereby able to truthfully swear that he had given coins to the lender. The furious lender smashed the cane and the coins spilled out, showing how he had technically sworn truthfully. So when the deceitful borrower gave a shocked wife his hollow cane with filled with coins as a gift for the 25th anniversary, she made him swear to accept the Torah and be honest based on her intent, not his, which reminds us, when Kaiso swore to accept the Torah in Arba's mode, Moshe Rabbeinu Know that I'm not having you swear according to your own intent, rather according to my intent and Hashem's intent. So when the deceitful borrower gave his shocked wife his hollow cane filled with coins as a gift for their 25th anniversary, she made him swear to accept the Torah and be honest based on her intent, not his, and promised to never make another netter forbidding food to a group of people since his last one unknowingly included his father and brother, which reminds us in the next Mishnah's listing the case of Nidre Chicago's unintentional Nadarim. It states, if a person saw people eating his figs and he said, they're forbidden like a carbon to you, and they were found to be his father and brothers, against whom he would not have made the netter, and others who were with them, Beisham may say that although the figs are permitted to his relatives, they are forbidden to the others. Beisham disagree and say they are permitted to everyone since the netter was partially void regarding his father and brothers. And we learn in another mission, Rebbe Kiva came and taught, a nether that is nullified in part is nullified in its entirety. All right, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which step based Basin makes someone swear according to the court's understanding to avoid trickery, like the incident with the cane of Rava, that's on Duff? Good number two, which stuff do we have a case when one said konum onions for my tasting because onions are bad for the heart and was told, isn't the kufri onion good for the heart? That's on Duff. Chavav. Good number three. Wish up the one that when Rabbi Shimba Rebbe saw how pain the rabbis were in not being able to find a Pesach to his nether, that itself became the basis of the Pesach. That's on Dav. Chav Gimel. Good number four. Wish up the one that the case of Nidre Onasim is when the condition was not fulfilled due to circumstances beyond one's control. That's on Dav. Chav Dal. Good number five. Which of the Lun Rava's shot in the Machu's Beisham Beisil in the case where one made a nether, forbidding a group, and then discovered his father was part of the group? That's on Dav. Chavav. Good number six. Which Dav do we learn when one gets angry? All types of Gehenim rule over him. That's on Dav. Chavbez. Good number seven. Which Dav do we learn that in a case when one said, this one shall be forbidden like this one, and this one like this one, when the last one is nullified, the rest remain forbidden? That's on Dav. Chavav. Good number eight. Which stuff do we learn? Moshe Rabbeinu made Klal Yisrael swear to accept the Torah based on his intent and the Kosh Baruch Hu's intent. That's on Dav. Chavhe. Good number nine. Which stuff do we discuss? A case where one said, Konum, that I will not benefit from you if you do not take for your son a core of wheat and two barrels of wine. That's on Dav. Chavdal. Good. And number 10. Which stuff they learn that when one makes a nether, they review his deeds in Shemaim, since it indicates he holds of himself that he will not violate his nether. That's on Dav. Chavbez. Excellent. That concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zikhu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.